Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is episode number 324. That's a lot of episodes. We've been around for a while. Good to know we are the longest standing podcast with the name Happy Hour. I'm looking at you, Pat Perry, and you're like seven episodes or whatever you've had. Uh, feeling pretty awesome today. I know it was a weird fantasy week. There wasn't a ton of points scored across the league, but it seems like on my rosters, there was a lot of points scored. So I'm cool with it. Um, you know, we've got We've got our friend Corey Spala back here this week for Tyler. James Kreese is also with us, the FF underscore chef himself. And we are continuing on with the format. We're going to go over our top rookie performers, our biggest risers. We've got Corey's thrift shop. We've got the spray tan. We've got tight ends. We've got all sorts of fun stuff planned on this episode. But before we jump in, a couple things I want to tell you. First of all, you need to like and subscribe on YouTube. So if you're watching every Sunday night at 9 p.m., as you should be, Make sure to drop a like and hit that subscribe button. That's how the pros say it. Uh, make sure to do all that. Ring the bell. And then after you do that, I want you to go over to manscaped.com. And why do I want you to do that? It's because I care about you. I care about you and I care about your ladies. And if you don't have a lady in your life, your future ladies. Because if you go on manscaped.com and you use code DHH, you will get 20% off. And this is what you will get. You will get an awesome, awesome lawnmower 4.0 wireless charger. You just put it on the dock. Let it do its thing. Skin safe technology, it's not going to nick you up. You know, if you want to shave before a date, you're not going to be a hot, bloody mess. And that's where it's at. And if you want to shave in the dark, maybe that's your thing. There's an LED light right on the front. They also include, which wasn't included with the Lawnmower 3.0, the Weed Whacker nose and ear trimmer. So if you're getting up there in advanced age like myself and you're starting to get those ear hairs, the nose hairs are a little bit more problematic, it'll take care of that too. And on top of that, not only do you get those two awesome products, you are going to get the Crop Preserver, the Crop Cleanser, and Crop Reviver. Now, when they say crop, it should say crotch because it's going to make all the things smooth. It's going to make them smell good. You know, if you're out on that date and, you know, maybe you, you, you get together and you, it's just a pleasant experience is all I'm saying. So make sure you go to Manscaped. Use code DHH for 20% off. Your balls, they'll thank you for it. Trust me. I know. Don't shave in the dark. <laughs> hey, I'm not here to shame anyone. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, so Not I want to know how you, I want to know how you guys are doing tonight, Corey, uh, what's going on in your life? How are you feeling today? Hello everyone. Again, thank you for having me on on these even weeks doing well, man. I'm really getting my life together. Usually on Sundays, you know, laundry, get some meal prep ready going for the week, you know, nice. clean a little. So I'm just having a really good time out here, you know, in, in these streets. James, what's new over there? Your giants won again today. Giants, baby. Let's what? go five and one. The Giants and Jets are on fire. I, I, I kind of secretly want Dallas to win against the Eagles today, somehow, some way. I, I mean, I really don't want them to win, but I, I want to be tied for first in the division. That would be that would be impressive. That would be yeah. impressive. Yeah, the Giants beating the Packers. No, no, they didn't beat the Packers last today. week. Yes, last, last week. week in London, and then the Ravens no, today. Confused. The Ravens, that's right. Shut I didn't, them I didn't, down in I didn't the see any highlights quarter, from that unscore, game. So. No scores in the fourth quarter for the Ravens. We were down 22-10, I believe, wow. at the half. And I, yeah. I we just came back wow. and uh, whipped up on a man. We're, we're going to talk, talk about some Giants players. Offensive today. plays looking good. Mm -hmm. Saquon, I'm, I'm a little worried about that shoulder. Hopefully, uh, they give him plenty of rest this week. I think he'll be I. So a couple things from last week. Uh, James predicted it. It was the last week of Matt Rule. They finally let him go. But you know what? He can sit at home and collect millions of dollars if he'd like. That's why I hate the NFL with head coaches. Like, oh, Tons. you suck. We're still going to pay you. Um, so he got fired after a one and four start. No surprise there. Some Does Panthers... he still get a paycheck? Oh, yeah. It's like, like 40 million. 40 million, million bucks yeah. to sit on his derpy ass at home and do yeah. nothing. So congrats Sign me to him. up. Like, I, I think that's the strategy. If you, you're a head coach, you sign this deal. You suck for a couple of years to get fired. Who, who cares? Urban did it last year. But yeah, it seems like a lot of players. There'll be guys this year. Nathaniel Hackett, he's the next one. Let's let's let's, let's talk about that. Um, uh, other Panthers news today. Robbie Anderson sent to the locker room in the third quarter um, after getting in his wide receivers coach's face. There was a little bit of a, um, a dust up on the sidelines. Did side you guys line. see it? Did you guys see the dust up? 
Yeah. My man took his helmet and put it in his coach's face. Yeah. Like, that's a no, no. He's, he's done. He's either getting traded or released. Like he's, I mean, look, like he's Antonio Brown 2.0. No, like, no, no, no. Time out. Crap. He's, no one, such no a one is Antonio Brown except Antonio Brown. He is that's on a true. Kanye level of Antonio Brown. Let's, let's, yeah. So Robbie probably going to get released. I don't know if anyone's going to trade for him after that tirade. So that'll be interesting to see. Maybe it'll be Terrace Marshall season. I, she's I can only maybe. Hope. Yeah, maybe. Um, quick so update. We'll see. Quick yeah, update. Uh, and another Brown, AJ Brown, just scored a touchdown. Oh, from Jalen Hurts. Those are yes, fantasy sir. points that I need. Let's go. I love it. A Philly is up 14 nothing. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, mm. We didn't have injuries on our sheet tonight, James, but there was some injuries that are definitely notable in these fantasy streets. Um, the first one from the 4 o'clock games, Marquise Hollywood-Brown at the very end mm. of the game looks like he uh, did some ankle damage, and he was spotted in a walking boot post game. Now, the big news for the Cardinals is they suck, um, but two is that DeAndre Hopkins will be back next week. Right. So that is um, – I have Hopkins in a few dynasty spots. I have him in a couple redraft leagues because I could get him in round eight or nine, and I'm like, I can wait. That's fine. Um, maybe he's the key to the offense because Cliff Kingsbury, as we call him here, the fake genius, uh, straight up stinks. Corey, you want to say something? Yeah, preliminary x-rays coming out of Brown is that it's negatives for their testing okay. tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we'll see where – I mean, I wouldn't doubt it if, like, maybe he misses a week with Hopkins coming back. That's probably mm -hmm. the smart play for long and, term. And uh, Kenny Pickett got concussed. Yeah, Kenny Pickett yeah. got concussed. Uh, Skylar Thompson in the Dolphins game went out with a thumb injury. Teddy came in. Miami Dolphins, their offense kind of tore it up a little bit, but they just couldn't score any points, which is really Waddle weird. with the bad fumble late in the game. Tyreek with a ton of away. yards, but no scores. Yeah. Like it was Gasecki with two touchdowns. Like, welcome back, Mike Gasecki, until another four weeks when you do something. Um, I mean, that's the tight end position, right? And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, pick it with the concussion. Trubisky came in. Pittsburgh won that game against Tampa. So I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. It was a plum spot for Tampa's offense to get right, and they just pooped all over themselves. How do you have four defensive backs out? Your whole starting defensive back. And you have Mike Evans lineup. and healthy Chris Godwin, who got yeah. you know, double-digit targets. And Tom Brady. Like, they just could not get it going. It maybe, was maybe embarrassing. The divorce, maybe the pending divorce is weighing uh, heavy on old TB12. Maybe. He went to Robert Kraft's wedding, uh, you know, a couple nights ago, and he was like, man, yeah. this is what it should be. And got all Ed depressed. Sheeran came on, started singing Elton those John wedding was songs. There. Yeah, and, yeah. He was singing you know, Crocodile Rock. Brady's sipping back a seltzer, just having the time of his life. You know, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Maybe he ate some road. rotten vegetables today. Who knows? I don't know. We got any other any notable injuries here? I think that might be it, except for the Cam Akers news, which we could talk about briefly. Yes. Um, Cam Akers did not show up today, or he was told not to show up out on personal he took reasons. A personal uh, leave from the team, and then McVeigh pretty much said that like. Um, I wonder if he told done. McVay to go F himself. I don't know. I, I you know, they now there's Ian Rappaport reported earlier today that they are seeking to trade Cam Akers, and he's probably seen his last snap as a Ram. I would love to find out what happened here. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's very Cam Akers, you know, I'm a Florida State guy. He was never a headache at Florida State, no issues whatsoever. So I don't know what the issue is here. Maybe he's frustrated with the line, his role, like who knows? Um, but it'll be interesting to see if Cam Akers, there are some teams that could use a running back. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the trade market, it's probably going to be like a sixth round pick. I'm guessing like it, no one's going to give up a third or a fourth of a guy coming off an Achilles that is, you know, having issues with his team. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets moved and if he does where he goes and you'll hear it here, uh, whenever it happens on the dynasty happy hour. So let's keep it moving. I, you know, we're going to go over our top rookie performers here in a moment. Um, but my top performer this week and every week is Trophy Smack. And I'm going to tell you why. So you you run these leagues. You love these leagues. You get your guys together, gals together. You draft. You have a fun time. What better way to celebrate that than have the ultimate fantasy football championship? And you do that by going on trophysmack.com. Now, whether you play football, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, it doesn't matter. You can get anything. It's completely customizable. James has a customized belt with the Swedish chef work, work, work on it, and it's amazing. They have the right trophy for you. When you use code DHH ring, you'll get a free $60 championship ring. And this isn't a cheapo depot like Building 19, Ocean State job lot, insert regional discounter here um, type of ring. It's heavy duty, really nice quality. So make sure you use that code DHH ring when you do that, when you purchase a trophy or a belt. And if you have losers in your league, you know what? You have a league. You're going to have losers in it. It's math. It's science. 
Uh, you can go on there and get a loser league trophy, whether it's a toilet seat, uh, maybe some poop. Uh, so once again, code DHH ring for that free ring at checkout trophysmack.com. All right. Top rookie performers. This guy is showing up here um, the first two weeks we've done this segment. And I think it's going to be common that he's just going to be here every single week, barring any sort of injury. But it's Brees Hall, who is slowly but surely creeping up the running back dynasty startup rankings. We talked about it last week. Is he the number one dynasty running back? Um, I listened to another podcast this week, and they had him at like RB6. And I'm like, nah, nah. He's He's got to be higher than that. He's got to be higher. Um, yeah. So it was interesting to hear them debate it because I'm just shaking my head like, no. Uh, so Brees Hall today, 20 for 116 yards and a touchdown. Only had two receptions, which uh, kind of killed one of my underdog prop bets. And we'll get to that later. Um, I thought he would have at least four. Not so much. But Brees Hall balling out again. Michael Carter did nothing in this game. He didn't poach any touchdowns. He didn't really have many touches. The tides are are changing. And everything is shifting to Brees Hall. James, Brees Hall... It's still we're we're riding a high right now. Does it keep going? Uh, I believe it does. I mean, we are going to have a down downtick in production. I believe going up against Denver, their defense has been pretty stout. New England neck uh, the week after that, and then Buffalo into the bye in Week Ten. I think it slows down a little bit, but then it picks right back up at the end of the season. So uh, fantasy championship weeks, James. Uh, tell me who he plays. Yeah. Here we go. Week 15, Detroit Lions. <laughs> Week 16, we just saw Deion Jackson just kill it against this team, the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And then week 17, the Seattle Seahawks. Looking juicy. I mean. League winners, they say. Hashtag. <laughs> I don't know. Do we still do week 18? Is it pushed to week 18 now? No. Champi- if you have a championship Ooh. in week 18, then boo. Boo, exactly. Corey, yeah, boo so, this man or woman. Like, no. So they get away with uh, they... not having to worry about Miami in week 18, which is perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, second half of the season, with the exception of Buffalo in week 14, right before the uh, the fantasy playoffs. Man, he looks good. Here's the thing. Good. Even if they play Buffalo, he's still active in that passing game and explosive. So I'm, I, I still don't worry all that much. Corey, what do you got on Brees Hall here before we move on? Yeah, I mean, it's cool to see that – Starting off the season, low snap share. They're slowly implementing into this offense. And these last three games, he's looking at a minimum of 19 touches per game. Targets and receptions will, you know, always be helpful, but he's going to get the opportunity. So as James alluded to, it's going to be some tough matchups coming. But as long as he's getting these opportunities, you never know what can happen. And maybe he finds the end zone and will salvage a week as we've seen the last three weeks with a touchdown. Yep, exactly. And he is, you know, he's definitely I would put it showing out him. Probably inside the RB, top five in RB dynasty running two, backs three. Right now. You could argue one, obviously, age, blah, 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 you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Everyone's but... an ageist in dynasty. Let's exactly. So just yeah. depending on your philosophy. I mean, but Jonathan Taylor, he's so old. Can't have him outside the top five, right? I don't know if it no. necessarily has to do with age anymore. It has to do with usage, and he's going to – I think point. he may Come burn on, out man. just like Najee Harris burned out eventually. So – well, you know, not Harris just not one good. year to burn out. Let's one use, year. let's use like a Sean Alexander who had like three or All four right. heavy usage years and then kind of burned out. Like I think that's a better comp. Like Najee's only had one year in the league, and I don't we'll think see. he's burned out. I just think that that team is broken when it comes and, to the run. And he's not that good. Broken team that just beat Green Bay. Yeah, that or Tampa Bay. That just goes to show oh, you how bad. Bay. That just goes to show you how Something Tampa Bay, Bay is just. Bleh. Tampa Bay, as they say. <laughs> Green Bay. The Jets beat Green the Bay. The Avocado Bay. Seltzer Crew, as Green Mike Bay. in the chat says. They're bad. All right, let's move on uh, to a player. The next two players are right here in my backyard. Who's the first one? 40 minutes away. It's don't worry, be zappy. It's Bailey Zappy <laughs> season here. And the don't local worry. sports talk radio, there is zappy fever. There is be all sorts zappy. of stuff going on. Everyone's like, oh, it's the new Brady. He's going to take over for Mac Jones. Oh, uh, he <laughs> I don't have think a, so. You know what? Bailey Zappi today, 24-34, over 300 yards. There was only a couple of quarterbacks that did that today and two touchdowns against Cleveland. And I'm going to lump these two in together because they play for the same team. But one of those touchdowns was to Tyquan Thornton, the second-round rookie. Um, speedster, fastest wide receiver in the draft. He went four for 37-1 and one and also had a rushing touchdown at the end of the game in garbage time. Um, oh, cool. 
So no Nelson Aguilar today. There was rumors from Scott Zolak who calls the games for the Pats on the radio and is also a sportscaster here in town. Um, he said that they're trying to work in Tyquan Thornton and get him more involved. So we started to see that today. Nelson Aguilar in his frying pan hands. I bid you adieu. <laughs> we don't need you. Tyquan Thornton's taller, faster, and just better. Tyquan Thornton has really great hands, and I think it's one of the things he's most underrated. He has strong hands. He's not a body catcher, Nelson Aguilar. Um, he can make the kind of contested plays that we saw Devontae Parker make today. Um, Tyquan Thornton has that ability. Bailey Zappi, if you spent a late round super flex pick on Bailey Zappi, just because he's a quarterback, and that's a thing. If you're in a super flex draft and you have a fourth round pick, James, are you just going, it's a quarterback. I'll take him. Skylar Thompson, I, Bailey Zappi. Like, I would keep Bailey Zappi. I mean, I think he's shown enough. Skylar Thompson, no, absolutely not. Um, keep him under taxi, though. Yeah, would you, like, I mean, at this him? point, you probably had to play him because if you him, drafted though. him, you probably had Mac Jones. You probably I mean, had yeah, to play taking, him. Are you taking yeah. Jerome you, Ford or a quarterback? I would take – if we had a redraft, yeah, Bailey Zappi would, would be well, moving yeah. up the well, ranks. Well, not without that knowledge, like hypothetically, like right, in your fourth-round pick, you got a quarterback. Are you just selecting him or are you going to take like a running back like Jerome no, Ford? No, I who, took Jerome Ford. Okay. I think I would have probably took Ford too. See, yeah. I took Zappy in in the UDPL, which is a bunch of sharp folks in that league. And I took Zappy, I think, in the fifth round because I'm like, you know what? He's a quarterback. He's got a good college profile. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. going to be anything. The fifth's cool. And I picked up Skylar Thompson post-draft because he's a quarterback. You just never know. Like that's And in Superflex, quarterbacks are so valuable. If, if Mac Jones was out for the year, I could flip Zappy for a second, second next year. Maybe. Hmm. So I just went from a fifth to a second in a much better draft class. So, and not to say that that happens all the time, but that is in the range of outcomes. It's the same reason why, like, at the end of the third in almost every Superflex draft, I was taking Sam Howell if he was there. Like, I was smacking Sam Howell, like, oh, I, I got all day Sam long. Sam Howell everywhere, yeah. Because I like Sam Howell a lot, and it's the end of the third round pick. If you look at the other players that were taken in that range, like, there might be a couple guys that hit, but like Sam Howell, I mean, he could be a starter in a few weeks. Let's, let's oh, speaking already, of which, Wentz, Wentz has a hurt his, thumb. Hurt his thumb, right? Broke his did, thumb or something. Did he? Might, yeah, they might go to Taylor Henke. Did he? They shouldn't. They should just go right to Sam Howell and let mm-hmm. the kid play. He looks good in the preseason. He's more athletic. He's got better pocket presence than Carson Wentz, in my opinion. Let Sam Howell cook is what I'm saying. But then it's like if Howell lights him Howell. Up, then Wentz is just—it's going to be an awkward thing because what if they Who stick cares? with Howell? Wentz I know it's used best to for it. the team. It's I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Wentz's contract is only for this year and this year, this year only. So, yeah. I, I have—if I was—and we saw Ron Rivera talk about the quarterback. I mean, well, yeah, he was probably mixed emotions. Tried try, try to cover it up. In that report by Seth Wickersham, who is a great reporter for ESPN, um, he said that Dan Snyder, like, handpicked Wentz. Like, Snyder wanted him. Like, and he went above and beyond everyone. So that's why they asked Rivera that question post game. And Rivera is just trying to save face. He's not. But this week, he's like, what's the problem with the team? And he's like, quarterback. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and then that report comes out and you're like, okay. Like, there's no allegiance from Ron Rivera to Carson Wentz here. If Wentz None. plays well, he stays. If he doesn't, he's he's not going to be – he's going to be quick with the hook if he needs to be, I think. Um, unless Snyder's like, you don't pull him because Snyder's just a dirtbag human. Um, but anywho. So, Tyquan Thornton. True. So, between Tyquan Thornton and Velas Jones, and I know he fumbled again for like – I don't want to talk about that. But those were my two – and Danny Gray. Those are my three favorite late-round receivers. And for that reason – I roster a ton of Tyquan Thornton, so I'm happy to see him be more involved. And, uh, you know, I think he's got a pretty decent rapport with Bailey Zappi working on the second team. He broke his uh, collarbone in preseason. He's back now. He looks good. I think Tyquan Thornton could be a player. And I know that wide receivers out of Baylor minus Josh Gordon for a season usually are just terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe he breaks the mold, just how we thought all USC uh, receivers were bad for the longest time, right? And then we have this long line of, like, Oh, Michael Pittman. Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, oh, all these guys that are coming out. And it's like, that's broken the Robert Woods. It's broken the mold of that um, cliche. So maybe Taekwon's the guy. Uh, Corey, what do you think about Taekwon Thornton? I never understood the discourse. Like, why was he a top 50 NFL draft pick dropping to like the fourth round in rookie drafts? I'll, I'll never understand. The that. only reason I can think of is like in the recent future, recent future in the <laughs> whatever recency bias, because we've seen how recent a, was that future? 
Very. <laughs> uh, we've seen a litany of second round receivers not hit, right? You know, you're looking at Andy Andy Isabella's, Dwayne Eskridge, Tutu Atwell. Not Christian Kirk. Not Christian Kirk. But there has been some hit. <laughs> so it's been it's Christian been Kirk. very it's been very hit or miss in the recent years. So <laughs> yeah, I think cool. with dynasty drafters, the second round draft capital, they're like, you know what? I've seen this story before. It doesn't sure. mean as much as we think it does. Um, when in fact, hey. like it does. And yeah, there's going to be misses like Tutu Atwell. He might stink. He's small, like whatever. But like that's going to happen. But you have to take in the fourth round of a rookie draft. I'm going to take the draft capital because the team has invested in that player. So, you know, they're most likely going to have a role unless you're Sean McVay, who just pisses away draft picks like they're nothing and doesn't use them. Or Mari Rogers. Yep. Ty Thorne's cool, man. Six foot two, speedy guy, worked that outside. So Strong happy range. for him. I'm happy that he's working out just kind of like Alec Pierce, too. Like a lot of people doubted him. Well, I want to talk a little bit about Alex Pierce. So he saved his fantasy day. He had one catch for 11 yards deep into the fourth quarter. Right? He did have a tutty. It was a big game-changing tutty. Oh, um, right? Yeah, so Alec Pierce ends up for three for 49 and one. Coming off a game where he was the leading receiver the week before. I think he had eight catches for 90. Um, and a eight touchdown. for 81. Yes, yeah. 81. And that one. Uh, so I like Alec Pierce a lot. There is no clear-cut second receiver, I think, although Paris Campbell had a little bit of a revitalization We'll today. talk about him in a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so Alec Pierce, you know, again, great athletic profile, good draft capital. Oh, wow, good for Campbell. Yeah, uh, so Alec Pierce, I think, is is a good Grand player, and I think he could establish himself. You know, we finally saw Michael Pittman do Michael Pittman things that he should be doing every week in that offense, getting double-digit targets. Um, and getting over 100 yards, he should be one of the more consistent fantasy options week to week. But this Colts team, like, they beat the Chiefs, and then they're awful. And then Matt Ryan has two touchdowns with no picks, 300 yards, and he looks good again with no Jonathan Taylor. Darius Jackson um, has a great game, 10 Deion receptions. Dion, yeah. Dar he was Darius Jackson was another former player. Dion Jackson comes mm -hmm. in, has double-digit receptions before he gets hurt, and puts up 23 fantasy points for you if you started him. <laughs> this guy. Um, so, yeah, this Colts team is fascinating to me because they're so hot and cold. Um, you don't know. It's like it's like the box of chocolates from Forrest Gump. But you just don't know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. um, so, Corey, talk to me about Alex Pierce's profile. And do you think oh, that man. that he could establish himself as the number two here? Yeah, Alex Pierce, what is he? Six foot three, a nice speedy guy coming out of there from Cincinnati where he played with Desmond Ritter. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the Colts went out there. They got their guy. They know what they were doing. Um I've been really liking this usage kind of going forward. His snap percentage has gone up and targets. He's seen no less than five. If we want to just play the fun game where we disregard week one, where he had two targets and no stats. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. But he seems like he's going to fit that, especially pair him there. Well, with, with Pittman Campbell, mm -hmm. whatever he's doing, he's at least healthy. He's getting a couple targets. Granson's emerging, but Pierce is obviously working himself in there as like a solid wide receiver two target in that offense. Yeah, and it's a tight end of the week in that offense, too. One week, it's Mo Alley-Cox. One week, it's Jelani Woods. Kylan Granson, possibly you. Like, they're just kind of mixing it up. So, it, it you know, outside of Pittman and whoever the running back is, it's hard to predict what's what's going to happen. So, Pierce is going to have some of these boom weeks, I think, um, until, you know, he's a rookie. I mean, this is, you're talking, like, the fifth or sixth game. Like, consistency, he's not going to get better until towards the end of the season. And that's how a lot of rookie yeah. wide receivers really are. Um, so if you're rostering Pierce and he's doing good things now, he should be even better as the season goes on. Yeah, I'm Hold, and we'll look for the quarterback change in Indianapolis at the end of the season, too, as far as, you know, Frank Reich, he's probably going to be gone if they don't make it to the playoffs, which they probably won't. I mean, the um, AI, have you seen the AFC South? I think the Titans still take it, to be <sighs> honest. Um, the worst winning team. Yeah, the worst winning team. But regardless, a winning team compared to what the Colts have been doing lately. Um, I don't see Frank Reich finishing the season and Matt Ryan will probably be gone with him. Yeah, we'll see. That's going to be obviously something interesting. So a rebuilding uh, team is exactly what you want for Alec Pierce. He's going to be rebuilding. He's going to gain value. You got him really, really cheap uh, in your rookie drafts. And his value is on the upswing right now. Absolutely. Now, speaking of value, we finally saw the debut <laughs> of James's guy. He didn't play a lot of snaps today, but he was targeted, I think, on almost 50% of the snaps that he did play. And he scored a touchdown. And his name is... What is Wandale. Wandale Robinson. It's a Wandale Robinson. This, this Giants team, uh, James, talk to me about the pass catchers here. Uh, no Tony again. Galladay is dust. There is a huge, massive 
gigantic, enormous opportunity. Uh, yeah, I was I, thinking of other. I ad- think adventures. we are going to find someone in free agency at the end of the year, but um, the the void has been filled, especially this week with one Dal Robinson getting into the end zone in his debut. Only had four targets, caught three of them for thirty-seven yards. We talked about him. He is a speedster. He's very, very shifty, elusive, um, probably better than Kadarius Tony. He's got a little bit smaller, only 5'8", 185 pounds. Um, and I know Doug doesn't really agree, but no, I, the Giants are getting Tony's it. Health. That's the, the Giants thing. are getting it done, which is amazing. I am ecstatic to be a Giants fan Hashtag right now. Dable. And we can get right into Daniel Bellinger here. Daniel Bellinger, because wow. All right, Doug, you named him as your go by tight end player of the week last mm-hmm. week. Doug's by of the week today. Five receptions on five targets for 38 yards and a tutty. For the Let's... one, two, third straight week, Daniel Bellinger has found pay dirt. Yeah. You could do worse at tight end. You've seen how tight end is, it sucks. Like, you can put Bellinger in and score 10 points, and he's a tight end one. This is where we're at. This is where we have been. Unless you have an elite one, you can plug and play matchup-wise. Doesn't matter. Bellinger, my most rostered player in Dynasty, is Daniel Bellinger. So, uh, for me, it was all about opportunity going into the draft. It's like, all right, you got Jordan Aikens and Ricky Seals-Jones in front of you. I was like, yeah, those guys are retreads. Like Bellinger has an opportunity if he, if he does well in camp to be a starter and look where we are. Sometimes it's not, sometimes dynasty isn't that hard when you really look at it. Like, let's be honest. And sometimes it can be extremely difficult. Let's, you know, Oh yeah. I have some of those teams for, that I just want to like get rid of everybody. Right. But for instances like that, when you're like, all right, there's a guy behind two veterans who don't really move the needle. Like why not invest in this guy? And then if he becomes a starter, poof, like I had someone offer me a third round draft pick for Bellinger and tight end premium. And I declined it. I was like, Ooh. no, I declined it. I was like, no, I'm rolling with Bellinger. I'm not super deep at tight end in that roster. So, um, but I believe in him. So it's great to see him have some success because usually rookie tight ends. I mean, Kyle Pitts never scored a touchdown in America in his rookie year and Bellinger already has three. So give me Bellinger over Pitts rest of the rest of the season. <laughs> Is Bellinger the Friar Muth of 2022? Nah, I mean, it, all he needs is eight touchdowns and like 50, 60 catches. It could happen. He's getting there. He's getting there. It, it could happen. I don't think he's as good as Pat Fryermuth. Um, right. But I, I mean, it was, it was nice to see on a side note as we're talking tight ends. And it was nice to see Kyle Pitts score his first touchdown on American soil today. About time. Yeah. And uh, someone only tweeted, three targets. Someone tweeted out that McCole Pruitt had a touchdown and he before did. Pitts did. And I was like, yeah. now do their career. McCole Pruitt has seven <laughs> touchdowns in his career. Pitts had one. <laughs> now he has two. Um, so it was three nice. count the Pro Bowl. Yes. Uh, so it's <laughs> nice to see the Kyle Pitts managers loosen the noose a little bit, um, you know, because they're like, it's over. Uh, good old three for 19 game. And we're talking about that touchdown. Uh, I mean, I know <laughs> we we all were hoping finally that Kyle Pitts <laughs> it saved get the day, the man. At some point, so we saved do have day. to bring it up, and it's all about opportunity. And Doug, you said opportunity, it brings us right to our next rookie riser, Kenneth Walker. Oh my goodness! So I want to, I want to go. I want to pump the brakes a little bit on pump Ken him. Walker. School zone. So twenty-one carries for ninety-seven yards and a touchdown. Awesome, good fantasy day. He finished with like eighteen points, two receptions for thirteen yards. My one observation about Ken Walker, and I like Ken Walker. I liked him going into the process. Is that um, there was a lot of runs of negative yardage and no yardage. So just something to keep an eye out on. If you're, you know, you want to plug him in as your RB two every week, that's perfect. But I think if we expect you know, super long runs every week. He, he might be a little reliant on that in the beginning. Um, again, rookie running backs take a little bit of time too. We've seen it with Miles Sanders. We've seen it with Jonathan Taylor. We've seen it with guys. The vision isn't, the speed of the game isn't quite there yet. And I think Ken Walker will get there. Um, but my biggest concern was like, uh, the numbers are masked a little bit because he had a couple of long runs. And, you know, yards per carry, it all adds up and it looks decent. But when you look at it from a bigger picture, there was a lot of runs that didn't really go anywhere. Um, and I think that's a product of the line not being super duper great, but they're getting better because Charles Cross is a great tackle. So I think they're they're getting better. Um, but I I want to pump the brakes. I'm I like Ken well, Walker. It's Walker, not runner. Yes. Um, he's on a walker. He's not that old yet. Oh, he's a 23-year-old running back. He's old. He's 21. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude. I know. 
Uh, but you know, dynasty people, he's, he's yeah. 21. He could be 20. He's going to age out next year. He's, too old. he's got three good seasons left. Bring out the walk. Uh, so Ken Walker, a good day, right? Like we wanted, we, we put him in after Penny went down. You wanted him to put up numbers and he did that. Uh, I'm just tempering my excitement a little bit because I think the numbers are a, a little bit skewed is all I'm saying. Don't expect this every week. Fair enough, but it's back-to-back weeks, and then next week they go up against the Chargers, who right back-to-back are last weeks with their... long runs. So you're so, counting on a long run every week to really buoy his. I, I think stats. it's more of the he's opportunity. Consistent. Yeah, I, I, as long <laughs> as he gets into the end zone and he's in the eighty to ninety yard range, I'm okay with that. I mean, he's that's a that's a, a fair RB. I'm just telling you, there's going to be like a fifteen for thirty-five week, and everyone's going to be like Ken Walker, and I'll be like, okay, this yeah, is what he does, like, and that's okay. Because, you know, he's human and he'll have some bad games, but he is a human. He's going to get the volume like when Penny was active, Penny was good enough to get these extra touches. But Travis Homer and DJ Dallas, they're yeah. they're not going to be taken away from Kenneth Walker and Walker's going to it's going back to whoever we were talking about earlier. They're going to get the opportunities. So hopefully they can convert these into points. And yeah, that's a good I, I think... point, Corey, because, you, you you know, you mentioned Rashad Penny and Rashad Penny, you know, he would do this stop and go thing until he broke a big run and that's where he really boosted his fantasy value. So right. it might just be the system, Doug, more so than the player. I mean, Rashad Penny was a system running back. Hey, hey, Donnell hey. Pumphrey and Rashad Penny. Get out of here with those stats. Ugh. <laughs> Gross in college. All right, let's move on to our biggest risers. The aforementioned Indianapolis Colt Paris Campbell. Uh, is this a career day? I think he had maybe one 100 yard game in his career. I know he's only played like five games because he's always hurt. He's had three touchdowns, I believe, in his career. No 100 yard game. OK, I think he got close once, but he had seven receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. We talked about the opportunity. Um, so a riser. Th- this guy was a former second round dynasty pick, um, and mm-hmm. I saw him get dropped in some deeper dynasty leagues. You know, it's it's never been about the lack of talent. It's really been about the ability to be on the field with Paris Campbell. So yeah. we know that he can show flashes. I just think that, you know, Paris, it's not a player. He might be a riser. If I had someone knocking on my door wanting me to trade him, I would. Because I just don't think he's ever going to be a consistent performer um, in that space. So for me, he might be a riser in value, but he's also a sell. Like if someone wants to come at me and is like, Oh, I want Paris Campbell. I'd be like, cool. Give me like a fourth round pick, like me a late third, like something like that. And I would pull the trigger on it just because he's going to be mind numbingly frustrating to own and have to rely on. You shouldn't have to rely on. He should be your wide receiver, like six or seven on your dynasty rosters. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're six games into the season. We obviously see his role and, this game is cool. It's kind of like a Tyler Boyd game for him where it just yeah. worked out. He'll go back to being, you know, a two reception guy for 20 yards, three reception for 30. Just Maybe a get guy, a carry. Yeah, a guy to take away from Pierce and Pittman. And it's just a, guy, a change of pace receiver, if that's a thing, you know, someone to that you just can't ignore if you're the defense. Yeah, I agree. Let's move on. Juju Schmister finally has the game we all wanted him to have. Five Smith receptions. Houston? For 113 yards and a touchdown, he's uh, he's averaging six targets a game in one of the best offenses in the NFL. Nice. I, I mean, I guess he's the number one wide receiver for Kansas City, James. What do you think? I would have to say yes. I don't know uh, that that's I mean, a great unless it's thing. Kelsey. No, yeah, wide receiver. He did say wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time he got a, a touchdown, first time over 100 and yards. it was kind of like a weirdy – it was a Only great play. Only five targets and, man, in a know. game where I'm they, not buying it. you knew they were throwing it. And as much as he – he is a big riser, but I'm going to tell you to, like, no. If someone wants to – this is a selling point for Juju Smith-Schuster. It's his first 100-yard game since, like, 2019, I think. I'm not convinced that any of these wide receivers have made a, a case to stay that on the correct. roster for next year. Yeah, MVS with three targets, no fantasy points. Uh, McCole Hardman has a touchdown, and he He's has not a doing dec- too bad. But I mean, if you look day. at the target share, that's where you can use this as a selling point. You know, he's had eight targets the the last three games before this. Then he catches all five for 113 and a touchdown. Use that information and sell while you can. Yeah, this is the game that if Juju didn't have a good game here, he was toast the rest of the season, in my opinion, because the way that Bills, the Bills coverage is perfect for Juju to take advantage of. And if he didn't take advantage of that here, like he wasn't going to do it for the rest of the year, in my opinion. So 
With Juju having a big game, again, that sell window is definitely open. If you want to move him, if someone's willing to give you a late second for Juju, you taking it, Corey? Um, well, you know, about contending, whatever, you know, obviously Juju, he's going to be a perfect wide receiver two for you. So I'm not necessarily going to get rid of I've got him. him as a, I've got him as a perfect wide receiver three, in my opinion. Like he's two, got a perfect wide know. receiver three for you. Like I was saying, yeah. uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, he's going to be what? Five receptions, 70 yards, like maybe 12 points. You know, if we're lucky. Yeah. Um, six for seven, five for eight, five for four. Yeah. Three for 10. You're going to have some down games, but yeah. You know, I don't know if you're competing, like, are you going to kind of go away from your championship potential run for a late second? So no, I guess. Cause you know, I'm always winning. Um, <laughs> but early second. Yeah, sure. Why not? A first smash, of course, but it's yeah, just, I don't you know, know if anyone's paying a first. If, if you get an offer for a first for Juju, like any of you don't take it, then shame on you. Yeah. A little context dependent, but like yeah. you got to at least think about it. Cause he is not having the year. Like you guys were just alluding to and the points you have been making. And this offense is going to flow through Kelsey. I, I mean, there are some well-respected analysts saying that Juju would be this year's Cooper cup. It was worth the shot, you know, to say, but you know, yeah. Let's get those receipts out. I'm looking at and Skymore is coming too. So he is. last he three is. weeks, he's seeing Except some for that action, interception. So yeah, that wasn't it, his fault. Know, he's coming. No, he's wasn't. coming. So I guess I would have to sell, but I don't. Maybe a mid second, I'd be thinking at least late second if I'm contending. Late second, sure. You know, blah blah yeah, blah. Uh, I, I have it. I have Smith Schuster on a few dynasty rosters, and he's my. He, I mean, there's weeks I don't start him because I'm pretty deep. So for then me, maybe someone, get rid of him. Yeah, if someone came yeah. to me with a, a reasonable like mid-second, late-second, um, yeah. I would, I would probably yeah. uh, tell him some, to go to. Yes. Some yeah. people may that's, have invested. That's the whole point of this. Like, you may not get another opportunity of a kind of a game like this where mm -hmm. he hits over 100 yards and scores. You may not. So yeah. I would take that opportunity Too and long try to get him off like, your roster. Some big playability in this game, which was nice to see. Yeah. Um, speaking of a big performance, we're going back to the tight end position. It's big Bob Tanyan coming off that ACL injury. He's been playing more snaps. He's he was the bad. leading. He was the leading receiver for Green Bay. Now Green Bay looks like oh wow an absolute trash bag. But Robert Tanyan, 10 receptions for 90 yards on 12 targets. Wow. You know, it was just a couple of years ago that Big Bob had, I think it was eight touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. There's not a clear, I mean, I guess Lazard, he scored again. So he's the clear number one. And then Dobbs yes. has been very inconsistent. Um, you know, rookie, I think as the year gets going, he'll um, be more of a stronger performer. Um, I like the talent from Romeo Dobbs, but um, Bob Tanyan, I mean, he's clear. They're not using the running backs in the pass catching game. I, this offense frustrates the living bejesus out of me because you have Aaron Jones who's averaging over six yards per carry explosive play after explosive play and they're not utilizing him the way they should be so they need to fix their stuff because LaFleur losing Devontae Adams was you know they pooped in the bed and now they, they could have not to stop Quinn and Williams today at all Quinnen's an animal he um, is a beast and they, it showed yeah and when they had to get rid of the ball they threw it to Tunyon so in my eyes, that's mm. what the offensive line is. They're lacking in some sense where this is going to continue. This is going to be what the Packers are now. Dink and dunk, a lot of short passes, midfield passes. Randall Cobb got those, hurt in this game too. Well, Looks that's like it might a big, be serious. Yeah. That's a big thing. Uh, yeah, Amari Rodgers, no. I'd rather have Robert Tunyon. Uh, and Robert Tunyon's been pretty consistent with his target share and receptions. His reception rate is phenomenal in my eyes he, it, and then me, today he's like a, he, he he's like a dollar store George Kittle. i like, he I reminds think, me of Kittle. don't just they not work out athletic. together didn't they work out friends. together yeah, all the friends. tight ends work out together they get their hair cut together they like, get tattoos together their lack of um, yeah, they're, they're good friends but yeah right? i i don't i don't see this stopping for tunyon and if there's an opportunity now where you can go ahead and pick him up in the tight end premium league or in a, a deeper league where you don't have to play a tight end every week mm -hmm. you know you could do a lot worse at tight end. Trust yeah. me. I mean, because currently know. before this game, he was tight end 17. And I, I think he, he's going to start bouncing up the ranks and his yeah. his value is going to go up. Again, opportunity is there. They don't have anything else on the depth chart of a Josiah DeGuara, who was a former third round pick. Um, yeah, I mean, he's more of like a fullback, H-back, like hybrid type thing. So, all right. And we already talked about Daniel Bellinger being a riser as well. Oh, yes. He's so, so, so now we are going to get to Tyler, who unfortunately couldn't be here today, but it's his 
unfortunately. Player of the week. And his oomph player of the week is little wide receivers. Oh, my gosh. I would say undersized would probably be more appropriate. Um, um, physically challenged. Petite? Yes. Petite? Heightly challenged. They're Heightly shopping challenged. at Ann Taylor Loft, possibly, because they're petite. Um, we'll go with that. But the first one is Rondale Moore, who this is his second week in a row where he's been healthy. He went six for 49 on 10 targets. He gives the offense speed other than Hollywood because outside of they have Hollywood who hasn't been the flanker that he normally is. I think once, if he's healthy, Hopkins comes back, Hollywood goes outside and plays that role that he did with Baltimore. But Rondell Moore gives them speed because Zacharins is not speedy. AJ green is <laughs> not speedy. Um, their running backs are not speedy. James Connor isn't making too many people miss. Neither is Eno Benjamin. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so Rondell Moore gives them that edge. And it'll be really interesting to see once Hopkins is back how they line the I think Rondell can play on the outside, even though he's got a smaller frame because he's shifty and he's fast. James, what do you how do you think this Arizona offense is gonna look once Hopkins comes back, providing that Hollywood Brown is healthy? I mean, they still have big holes on the offensive line, but I, I think Rondell Moore is definitely someone that you should try to get. I think I traded a, a late second. Uh, earlier in the season for Rondell Moore in one of our leagues. And I, I, it was totally worth it. He was not anything last year. He was hurt. And now he shows up. He's starting to show up in a big way, very consistently targeted. Obviously, some of those targets will go down when when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. But I'm not afraid of that because if DeAndre Hopkins has a bad game, Rondell Moore will probably have a good game. And yes, he can play outside. His speed is immaculate. I believe he ran a, like a 4-4-40 in his combine two years ago. Great college, and, collegiate profile at a Purdue. Yeah, great in Purdue. I, I think... 4-3-7. 4-3-7. Oh, even better. Thank good you. Agility, good burst. Wasn't he the... He was the fastest in, the, in that draft class, correct? Which was it? 2021? 2021. No, you so. want to vet that? For the receivers, he might have been. I don't think so. I, think I got tied, this. I think he tied Jonathan Taylor. No, Corey's got it. Give him a moment. Yeah, um, keep talking. My biggest concern with anything Arizona is stiff Kingsbury, fake genius, not being what everyone thought he was going to be in the NFL because that offense is cheeks right now. They now their their traditional has been we don't score in the first half, we score all our points in the second half. What did they do today? They didn't score any points really at all. They had a defensive touchdown. They didn't score one offensive touchdown in this game against Seattle, who's been relatively easy to score against, as we've seen. So this is one of the more frustrating situations. Hopefully, when DeAndre Hopkins comes back, he's the cog in the wheel that makes all the gears turn. I'm hoping, but I don't know. Because Cliff, I know they extended him, but he would be on my very short list of coaches that need to go. Corey, you got that number? Yeah, yeah, so he was second. Anthony Schwartz, the speedy ah, guy Cleveland. coming out of uh, yeah. Auburn, he ran a he's four three two. After yeah, yeah. Today. yeah, yeah, he's they he, what third round pick? I think yeah, third yes. round pick. They thought that he could be the speedy guy. Maybe that Tyquan Thornton could be or would have been, but he's a speedy guy, four three two speed. Yeah, Schwartz is may the Schwartz be with you. Nice <laughs> spaceballs references for the win. Uh, yeah, and the other one is uh, the aforementioned Wandale. We talked a little bit about him earlier, three for 37 and a touchdown on four targets. He gives that offense a spark because Kadarius Tony just can't stay healthy. He's soft tissue issue king. We all love Kadarius Tony when he's on the field because he does things with the ball in his hands that nobody else does. He changes directions like he's in a phone booth. He's amazing to watch, but then he's broken. Like he's just, the talent is there. It's the health. You know, a lot of very well-known fantasy analysts that I respect were talking up Tony, having a breakout, being more like a Stefan Diggs and the way that he runs routes and his talent and his physical uh, health is what's holding him back. So with that said, if you have one dolly, congrats. I think he's going to be a major contributor. Absolutely. I am also going out and trying to acquire Kadarius Tony because he is stone cold dirt Absolutely. cheap right now because anyone that drafted him with a second round rookie pick is like, F this guy. He's not doing anything for my team. He can't stay healthy. So what do you got to give up for Tony, James? Uh, I think you can get him done for a third right about now. I'd pay a third for Tony if, if I had a third to give and I needed, you know, maybe a late second tops. I wouldn't like, give a late second. I would, I would, I would draw a line right there. now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I would say a third, and then you know, if you've got a uh, a team where you can put them on your taxi, maybe you have like two two year taxi players. I have players. Tony I, on a lot of taxi squads. Yeah, I have him on one as well. Corey, what do you think about Tony? Is he a buy for you, or are you just like, nah, dog? Like he's hurt way too often. I'm done. I mean, you guys get it. Like you pretty much <laughs> nailed it right there. Definitely somebody you want the talent when on the field. We see it so shifty. He's a playmaker in open space, and obviously, if a coach could scheme him out, similar to how this coach is scheming out. Uh, Wandale and Bellinger. So James, uh, four, 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 that it's Wandale speed. So you, yep. you were pretty close on that one with, uh, Rondale, but Wandale, Wandale, Rondale, Wandale, Wandale, Rondale, Wandale, Rondale, Wandale, Rondale, Wandale, Rondale. Should we start um, telling him in Rondale more? Is that, Wandale. Is that Rondale. Rondale. if you say Wandale, you don't mess it up. Wandale. Rondale um, more. Got yeah. Tony's cool. Tony's cool, but he's got to be playing. I don't know if these injuries are also because he's just kind of, uh, fed up with the coaching staff and maybe they're also trying to work out the trade. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to keep him healthy. Like Kenny Galladay's injuries are obviously because he doesn't want to play, but Tony's talent yeah. is there, but there's it's risk a in hamstring. it. It's so a draw hamstring that line, and then another hamstring. Draw it at the, the second, late second, like you're saying, throw a third, maybe a, a, a younger player too, I guess, just to get it done. Yeah. He's out there eating ham sandwiches. Ugh. Yeah. He's not even doing it in a cool way. <laughs> All right. Man. We are going to move on to James's spray tan player of the week. Oh, yeah. Get that spray tan in there, baby. All right. For those of you that don't know, the spray tan player of the week is one of the players that broke out today. That is crap. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Just, Mm. you know, crap. Forget about it. Yeah, we Forget want that about fake. It. We want that real tan, that sunshine. Yeah, exactly. You want, want the vitamin that, D. You want them rays. You want the vitamin C. You want all your vitamins. Uh, yeah. Uh, Take your vitamins, brother. Anyway, speaking of vitamins, Jamichael Hasty. All right. I have two for you guys this week. Jamichael Hasty, three carries, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Great. You know, he came in, spelled out Jeff Wilson a little bit. Jeff Wilson fumbled the ball. And time out. He had a 61 yard. He's he he plays for the Jags. He spelled ETN and uh Dingle oh. over there. He had oh a 61 goodness. yard touchdown. Jamichael yeah. Hasty had a 61 yard run to the house. And thank you. He <laughs> does play for the Jags. But he had three carries you. for 57 yeah. yards and a touchdown. What's up with that? That is exactly my point, Corey. Negative yardage, smaller guy. He's only in there to take the Take a, a break, give a break to James Robinson, give a break to Travis Etienne, who we've seen step up as of late. Another great game today. Mm-hmm. Jamichael Hasty, this is his second team doing the same. Yeah, the Niners exact in, thing. after preseason. So yeah. So Jamichael Hasty, stay away from it. If you have him on your roster, use this as an opportunity to get rid of him. The other guy, you probably don't roster him. No one rosters him. I never Rashid even heard of him. Shahid. One carry, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Good night. Never heard of him, and I know a lot of players, Ooh. most players. Rub that suntan lotion in, Ooh. man. Go to a sunny place Mike Jones. and who? No, do who not was it? spray tan. Rashid Shahid. Okay. That's I a tongue say, twister. I say guess. that one fast. Rashid Shahid, Rashid Shahid, Rashid Shahid, Rashid Shahid. Right, yeah, no, and that was on actually. New Orleans. It was a younger guy. Good uh, for him, though. I'm happy for him. He rookie, had a good moment. Rookie, just got elevated off the yeah. practice squad, Weber State. Good for him. And, you know. That's a big moment for him. The wide mm-hmm. receivers in New Orleans, I mean, it is huh. good to bring dead. up that they are all dead right now. Olave, <laughs> Landry, Michael Thomas. Thomas, they are all injured. Hopefully, Olave comes back this week. He almost he played this week, and uh, next week he should be back to – Normal. They play on Thursday though, so a little bit but shorter window. The normal, the normal guys, uh, Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway, not really much going on in this game. Rashid Shahid, however, touchdown. Go very you. fast, very fast. Like Corey said, big moment. Always fun yeah. to see. Uh, can I add a third one? It was Kenyon Drake. Like, really? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. Uh, I think it was. I don't know why. They just don't let J.K. Dobbins play. I don't. Dobbins got not injured ready? again in this game. Yeah, right, Corey. Talk about yeah. it. Um, no, well, they were saying it's it just it kind of bothered him. It was tight or something, so they maybe it was precautionary to take him out. And and obviously, Drake was just carving up the Giants' defense, which isn't, you know, I don't know if they're like a stout front seven, are they? Thibodeau, Top Dexter Lawrence, in the league, yeah. Wow. Okay, they're so, playing well. 
So Drake was just had a big game, and obviously maybe they just were like, all right, he's having a good game. Hot hand, let's ride. You know, uh, this team really needs Gus Edwards back. There, I said it. All right. Ugh. Let us move on. Well, he's, he's Justice hurt too. Is hurt. Yeah, he's oh. hurt too. So they, yeah, they're going to be they're going to be signing Devonta Freeman again soon. No, I'm just kidding. Please, they're going to trade for Cam Akers. Oh, maybe that would be interesting. I would hate it, <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right, our next sponsor it makes underdog. a lot of sense too. I, I know. I talked earlier <laughs> about Underdog, how they have these awesome prop bets. So I put in five prop bets. I bet ten dollars to win two hundred. I didn't hit all five, unfortunately. I only hit three. But there's a lot of fun games like that on Underdog. It's a little bit different DFS than what you're used to. You can draft against two other players, and whoever has the best team wins money. There's a lot of different things you can do on Underdog. And it's not just with football. You can do baseball as well, and they'll have other sports coming up. Um, but you can do player pick them, the props, quick team, six team, best ball. You can do a little bit of everything. So go download Underdog app right now on the Apple iTunes store as well as Google Play. Use code DHH to have your deposit up to $100 matched right away. So if you can only put 20 in, you'll get 20 on top of that. So you'll have 40, so on and so forth. You can do the math. It's easy. Trust me. It's free money for something you're probably going to play anyways. You know what? Dynasty and redraft season, maybe your team stink. Maybe you're out of it and you're like, I want to stay engaged with fantasy football. This is a way to do it. Go on underdog.com. Get some free money. Use code DHH. Up to $100 matched. Do it now. All right. I've got my tight end buy of the week. Last week, I told you to buy Daniel Bellinger, and I told you to go and buy Kate Otten. And by the way, Cameron Brait, unfortunately, got hurt today. It looks like it yeah, could be serious. That's a bad so, one. Obviously, we want to prayers up for Cameron Brait. Hope he's okay. We talk about opportunity. Kate Otten coming off a six-reception game. He did have a couple catches in this one after um, Brait was out of the game. So maybe a couple hits there. We'll see what the season looks like. But I've got one for you this week, and it is another – Rookie tight end that not enough people are talking about. I have him on and every as, squad. As do I. He there was the know. he was the fastest well. tight end in the combine. He's a little stockier. Reminds me a little bit of a more athletic Delaney Walker who used to play for the Tennessee Titans. They've used him on the goal line with a rush. They've targeted him just a few times. They signed Austin Hooper, and he's done nothing. They have Jeff Swaim, who is a journeyman blocking tight end. Chig Aquanko is the tight end. They're on by this week. So this opens up the perfect time. This is one of my favorite dynasty moves. You could put in your claim today and get when him tomorrow. Player, uh, even if he's rostered, if a player is rostered and he's on his bye week and it's a player I like, I'm going to go try to get him because I feel try that it. the value is always a little bit lower because they're like, I'm not using him this week. Like, why yeah. would he want him? Like, okay. Like, I like Chig Aquanko a lot, especially in tight end premium leagues. I've talked about the Titans' future a lot on this podcast. It's Traylon Burks, it's Chiga Quanco, it's Malik Willis, maybe Hassan Haskins. They drafted four offensive playmakers in this draft, and I think that is potentially their future. I think Chiga Quanco could be a solid tight end for his career uh, because of his athleticism, because of the opportunity. You know, Robert Woods is their second receiver. They got Kyle Phillips also in this rookie class um, who's contributing. So, there could be a young, exciting potential offense here in Tennessee, and I think Chiga Quanco is a part of it. And go pick him up if you can. If you have to try to go out and acquire him, it's not going to cost you much. Maybe a fourth-round pick. Like, probably. Probably. And I'm willing to take that because I think that as the season goes on and he gets more comfortable, he's going he's gonna to work more in this offense because Hooper's dust, Swaim is dust. Aquanco is the future here in Tennessee. Any thoughts on that, guys, before we get to Corey's Thrift Shop Player of the Week? I couldn't agree more about Chig. He's, he's definitely a physical specimen. Absolutely. All right, Corey, it is your Thrift Shop Player of the Week. Who are we thrifting on the racks this week, Corey? Yeah, thank you. Um, So, you know, I've kind of been thinking here, actually, in this last moment, that thrift shopping, you either are donating, giving a player away, like, I'm done with you, or you're picking someone up off that rack, like the waivers and someone that I, I know I put down someone in there, but I'm going to change it up here because someone that I spent last Curveball. week. Yeah, someone someone that I spent last week picking up was She Smith. Sure. Shy Smith. Shy Smith, She Smith, um, they Smith. Um, Whatever pronouns they go you by. Smith. Cool. We all Smith. Nay Smith. Um, but I saw that. The Panthers were like there was rumors about them trading Robbie Anderson last hmm. week, so yeah. I was like, 
oh, let me go get uh, Shai Smith off the waivers. And, you know, he had two targets, no catches today, uh, today but last week, four for 69. So pretty solid, zero touchdowns. Ooh, very nice. Four for 69. Shout out to a, a fun little foursome. But maybe he's going to have a little upgrade. He played minimally last year, his rookie year. Maybe, maybe he's going to have some value rise here, which may be good. But if you could get him off the waivers for free, if you're thrifting him off the waivers, I think he could be a good target to try to then flip if Robbie's gone and they don't really bring anyone else in and he has a nice role moving forward. Yeah, I like that. Anytime, anytime that you can try to mine some value off waivers um, is always, it's the dynasty move. It's what helped me in the past with guys like Darren Waller. Like you just never know. You pick him up and if something happens, cool. You know, you make the best of it. Absolutely. All right. It is, <laughs> it is time to talk about these Twitter streets. And I'm your correspondent, Dougie Fresh. I am reporting live from Cranston, Rhode Island. And I went around town today and I was talking to everyone. I said, hey, do you have Twitter? And they said, yeah. And I said, what's everybody buzzing about? I had a microphone <laughs> in their face. And, I, you know, I got a lot of different sound clips and unfortunately I lost them. But everyone was talking about Seattle's D giving up 30 points a game and the cards scoring nine points. Mm. We, we alluded to it a little bit earlier with Cliff Kingsbury. James. Does Cliff Kingsbury last the season, and why is the answer yes, and how frustrating is that? I think it is yes. Uh, ah, no. I think it is yes, and the answer is Kyler Murray. Ugh. I think they're both tied together, um, and regardless of what's gone wrong with the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff still stands there. Corey, yeah. what do you think? Is Cliff a stiff? I mean, yeah, I've kind of thought that the last couple of years. Like, he obviously just doesn't have it. He could be right. way better back there in college, wherever what, Oklahoma or whatever he's from. Was that right? Uh, yes. Yeah, something like that. Who cares? Yes, you know, you're matter. right. Oklahoma. Oh, cool. That was a lucky guess. Um, but yeah, he's probably better off there. But like we're saying, he's probably tied. He went out there and got him while Josh Rosen was there, and it just feels like they're just going to be there, and we're not going to be too excited moving forward, really much. Especially with Kyler, especially if he's playing this Call of Duty stuff, this new Call of Duty's coming double out. Double XP weekends. Double oh, XP man. weekends, man. Forget They're it. He's screwed. Done. They're it's done. Double XP weekend. And he, he just doesn't seem like he wants it or cares or like has the drive. It just seems like he's just naturally good and it's just not that fun for him. Yeah, I mean, at least their defense played well today. I mean, they only gave up the one touchdown um, to the offense and Ken Walker. They shut down DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So there's some positives on the other side of the ball, but, you know, Cliff is an offensive coach. Um, you know, and he, he's somehow like related to the McVay tree. So I think that has way too much swag. Um, so yeah, Cliff, he's a stiff. Yeah, give me the Shanahan tree. Yeah, ex exactly. Don't give me the Belichick one. No, that's, that's bad. All right. Let's talk about some trades that we've made this week. James, you want to go over, um, I'll let you take this segment and talk to me about the trades that Tyler's done and one that you've done this week. Yeah. I'll, I guess I'll start out with the one that I did, uh, right before kickoff, Needed a tight end in the Chaos League. Shout out. Uh, oh, you, that was where you did it? Yeah. Amari Rogers for Hunter Henry. Now, I needed a tight end. It's a two-tight end league. A tight end premium. Is Rogers even playing? <laughs> no. no. What is Ron doing? He got a catch today, suckers. I, I mean, Rogers <laughs> got a cut. Rogers had a catch It's collusion, dude. It's not a collusion. I am tilting. The tilt is real right now, James. It was right after the tilt pod. Good plug. Thanks, Corey. Um, but no, I... I said, hey, bud, I need a tight end. You have five of them. Hey, Please, $5. what do you want? He's like, just send me whatever. I don't care. Oh, yada, cool. yada, yada. So I got I got Hunter Henry. And, of course, you know, he has the best game of his uh, season today. So I think Hunter Henry for nothing is probably the best trade I will make all season long. Yeah, both. Especially in, in the tight two end tight end league. Today. John U. Smith had a nice long game, finally, like or gain, rather. Um, so yeah, it was good to see the Patriots tight ends that they paid premium bucks for actually contribute to the offense. That was very nice. Yeah. Very like active today. Know. And he, they also had, yeah, I think he also had one called back or dropped. Yeah. Or something and speaking like of active, our boy, Tyler, he's always, always. Making trades. What did he do this week? James, <sighs> he gave Garrett Wilson for Ken Walker last oh. night. He gave Garrett Wilson. That's his guy. Yeah. He's, he's acquiring wide receivers. Yeah. I think he's trying to sure. diversify, and this may be one of those scenarios where he is going for it if it's a win-now situation where he's light on running back, heavy on wide receiver, and I don't hate it. 
especially if you're a winning team. If you're a winning team, you need a situational running back that is going to get you to, to at least be an RB2, especially during bye weeks. Uh, start bye week started this week. I know Tyler has some problems in week nine in one of the leagues that we're in together. This may have been that. I'm not sure which leagues. You know, we're in a bunch of leagues together. But mm-hmm. uh, another move he made, and I like Ooh. this one. I don't. You don't? No. Well, maybe not. CMC for oh and mckenzie for debo same league as the last trade so he's making moves in this league whatever league he's going for i think so we got to walker be... and then traded away cmc so he replaced yeah. cmc with difference? walker and then he replaced garrett wilson with debo debo so would you so... rather have debo and walker or cmc and garrett wilson if in you're a win now, now. you'd rather have Walker and Debo, right? Yes. Correct. So yeah. that's probably the thought. On paper, when you see CMC and McKenzie for Debo, I, I like CMC. I thought he was going to get 40 touches today. He didn't. <laughs> um, but CMC is still, I mean, he's been averaging, what, 18 points a week in fantasy? Like, <laughs> you can't really. Debo, to me, is like, he's a, I love Debo as a football player. One of my favorite players to watch play football. But from a fantasy perspective, He's going to be inconsistent. CMC is super consistent. I know this is the health thing. I think he's fine. CMC is a special player. And then Tyler and our good friend of the show, Jeff Bell, at For Whom J. Bell Tolls, made a huge trade. Huge. In, uh, With two of the people we just talked about. Our analyst league. No, all three of the people we talked about. <laughs> what? That, uh, that Tyler traded for. Yeah. Rondell Moore. Alec Pierce and Tyquan Thornton. Wow. Yeah. And gave up J.K. Dobbins. I love this trade. Hats off to, to Tyler for, for boosting his young wide receiver core. I've been off Dobbins for a while. And I'm glad that, you know, like he took the time and really looked at the rosters and said, these are the guys that I really want. And sure enough, this week, you wouldn't get away with that after, after the performance that Rondell, Alec Pierce, and Tyquan Thornton had. You'd be paying up for that. It'd be J.K. Dobbins probably plus a second for all yeah. three of these. Guys. Any Dobbins? I have Dobbins in uh, one dynasty league. I I've been trying to unload him, and it's a bunch of sharps, and they're like, "Nah, I'm not getting what I want for him." So I feel it. Like Dobbins is very frustrating. You know, we we all want him to be a have a pass catching role, and that's not what Baltimore does. Um, so yeah. Anywho. Any any else? Any other trades you guys uh, get done this week? Anything you're working on? I got something that I'm working on. Ooh. I'm trying to get rid of Darrell Henderson. Mm. Almost I made also, it happen this morning. I, I'm trying to channel my Christian McCaffrey cell. Uh, a home league lost Lance. You know, Swift spent out, lost Eliza Mitchell, whatever. I had traded Devontae Adams for Bateman and a 2023 20, first to the best team. So it's going to be like one of the last picks. Okay. And still. So I'm looking to trade away Kelsey and McCaffrey. I was talking to someone trying to package them both. Ooh, but they have deal. Kittles. So now they're going to be happy with this recent performance. So I'm going to pivot and offer CMC. Um, you know, Garrett Wilson was involved. Wandale Robinson and a couple first. So Christian McCaffrey, okay. I would love to try to get Wilson and the first because Garrett Wilson, two straight down weeks after yep. that huge game. So maybe he's going to be like, all right, F it. I need to go for the win now. So hopefully I can get Wilson in a, the the late first so this is the second best team so it's going to be i'm fighting for the last two picks basically in the first but i think it's a good pivot off mccaffrey in like a home league where people you know values could be so different in a home league versus well, a, having sure, yeah. having two late first too if if you know depending on who comes out landing spots yada 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 we all know that routine but it's also one of those moves if you have two late first you could package them together and move up in the draft to get the player that you really yeah. want um, i think it's possibly. worth it to pivot yeah. off of kind of McCaffrey, obviously, you know, running backs with age, they made a climb, but if he's, he's going to retain that pass catching role and he could hold value. So it's something I'm trying to think if I should just, you know, retool elsewise, try to trade like Mike Williams and keep McCaffrey for next year. Yeah. And reports of McCaffrey getting moved, but Carolina wanting multiple firsts for a running back. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Not in this market. I guess I no, am ridiculous I thinking I should get multiple firsts if the NFL can't even do that. Yeah. No, I, I think you have to slow Maybe down Garrett, a little bit. Garrett Wilson in a second. Wandale no, you, in a first. You could get Garrett Wilson in a Wandale first. in a first McCaffrey. might get it 100%. done. McCaffrey's what? The RB. He's top five on the season. He's yeah. he's a player that could get you 20 points any game. Like that's so rare. And he usually does like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'll try for to... Garrett in a first. Yeah. 
Sounds yeah, good. Thank you, man. Shout out Mike Kinney uh, in the chat. We see you, Mike. Uh, we don't have controls of the chat today. Uh, uh, he sold Debo for 23 second and a 24 first and second. How okay. do you feel about that? Debo for 2023 first? Second. second. 24 first and second. So two seconds and a first, but the first is in 24. I don't you... mind it if you're winning now. Wait, he... what? No, he's sold, so he's not yeah. winning now. No. He's not winning now. He's loading up for the future. Oh, how did, how's he doing? That's not bad. I mean, at least you got one first and two seconds. You just got to really be confident in your process. Debo, you yeah, know, he's going to be like scoring. something today. Yeah, he's going to be scoring. But I mean, if, you know, obviously having these packages, we just talked about having two first to move up. You could package some stuff together and always move up. You got three picks and things that are going to retain value and then accrue value at some point as well. So, yeah, I, I don't know all the details, but I would have tried to push for a 23 first and maybe yeah. Mike did that and he was like, nah. Um, but I think Debo is worth a 23 first and maybe mm -hmm. a 24 second with another player or maybe another pick. Um, so, but maybe he doesn't even have a 23 first, which is possible too. lots of different possibilities there so that is going to wrap us up this week but before we completely get out of here want to give a sh shout out to dynasty nerds our friend dynasty rich was at the browns game today where he saw my patriots take out his browns sorry rich and then he was going to the indians game tonight like what a life wow. oh wow rich out there in ohio um at, with dynastynerds.com so make sure you go over there sign up for the nerd herd use code dhh for 15 percent off of any subscription you know you got to pay for these tickets for rich so he needs you to subscribe. Um, this trade tools, extra nerd herd episode, prospect film room, prospect scores, and the dynasty GM. And while you're at it, it's starting to get chilly. I know Tyler out there in Minnesota is like, oh, it's 44 degrees. I need to put it's on a snowed out shirt. There this it's week. short weather. It's short. Yeah, for him, it's short weather. But for Flops. everyone else, if you need a, a sweatshirt, long sleeve it's shirt, t-shirt, whatever your needs are, go on Verdian Global, search Dynasty Happy Hour, and check out some of our options there. Again, to our other sponsors, Manscaped. Underdog, Trophy Smack. Check them all out. Manscaped, code DHH. Underdog, DHH. Trophy Smack, DHH Ring. Thank you for sponsoring us, and we support you with your awesome products, so thank you. And if you can leave a uh, review on iTunes, and, you know, we want to see your honest comments, even the ones that aren't so great that we can just laugh at privately, please leave them. You know, we want to try to get better. If you like the new segments, if you don't like them, give us your feedback on iTunes, and... Yeah. You know, we'll get bumped up in the happy hour podcast ranks. You know, oh, yeah. damn you, damn you, Matthew. I'm gonna have to talk with you. Um, but anywho, that's gonna wrap we us should up. Get this him on week. the show and talk to him about it. He's been on the show before. We could probably get yeah. him on in the off season for sure. Yeah. Uh, for James, for Corey, thank you for uh, joining us this week, Corey. Our even week. Tyler should be back next week. I will be gone. I'm gonna be on a cruise, so you'll have to listen to Tyler or James host, and it'll be just as good as me, I'm sure. Uh, so we will talk to you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour. <laughs>